Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator in South Carolina. If you are a creative business owner, then you're in the right place. This episode is part of a special five-week series with our special guest, Hillary Kay, business coach and Enneagram expert. We believe that the Enneagram is more than a personality test. It is an amazing tool that we can use to not only better understand ourselves, but to better understand those around us. We'll begin each episode one-on-one with Hillary herself as we deep dive into each type, and then we'll chat with a creative who has used the tool to see how it has helped them in their business. So let's jump right in. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the type one. And so I have Miss Hillary Kay with me. She is a business Enneagram, Enneagram coach, but you love to work with business owners, right? Yes, so I'm specifically, yep, I am an Enneagram and business coach. So I combine my years of business um, experience. I'm a third generation small business owner um, and marketing is in my background. That's what I went to school for. That's what I did for um, all the time before I started incorporating the Enneagram. So I combine that business acumen with Enneagram um, coaching and it's like it's combined very, very well for me. So Yes. Well, and we love the Enneagram around here, me especially. So I'm really excited about this series. And today we're going to be tackling the type one. So just tell us what we need to know about the type one and how that motivation, how that particular bent, I guess you would say, Mm -hmm. plays out um, for business owners. Sure, sure. Absolutely. So the type one is known as the perfectionist. Um, Their core motivator is being perfect, being right, being good, um, having integrity um, is super important to them. And one of their strengths is honesty, right? Like they are going to be, I mean, type ones are brutally honest sometimes. Um, But their core fear is really the opposite of their core motivator, right? They don't want to be bad. They don't want to be wrong. They don't want to, um, you know, have something that they did cause harm, right, to somebody. So they're very, that's where that more critical mind of the type one comes in. And that's why they're so critical, right? Their motivation behind that is because they just want to be good and they want to be right and they don't want to cause harm um, to anybody. And so that's why they are so detailed. That's why they are so organized. That's why they are a planner because they want to make sure everything is exactly (laughs) in place um, to make sure Um, nothing, you know, goes wrong. Um, Type ones are also in the gut center. And so this is, this is one of my favorite parts of the Enneagram, if I'm being honest, is the Enneagram's um, divided up into three intelligence centers. And these intelligence centers are how you best take action or make decisions in, um, in your life and type ones are in that gut center. So they best take action and make decisions by following their gut and instinct. So you will generally, I mean, language that you might hear a type one um, say is that, that just doesn't sit right with me, right? So instead of using feeling language, it's more like body centered, like, but we all have five connection points. So we have our core connection point, which in this case is the type one. Um, And then we have what is called our wings. So these are the numbers on either side of you in that Enneagram diagram. Um, And I like to think of wings as like your sidekicks, right? So, um, or I consider them your best friends. So sometimes when you're with one friend, you pick up things from them. Sometimes when you're with the other friend, you pick up other things from them. And so these are kind of just your sidekicks, your helpers, and they are the numbers on either side of you. So for the one, it is a two or a nine in the diagram. So type ones might pick up some of the strengths and um, obstacles from both of those types um, within within their life, both personally and professionally. And then the other things that are, the other um, connection points within the diagram for a type one are the health line, which is a type seven, and the stress line, which is the type four. And so when you're in work, you really want to pay attention to the behaviors associated, like those emotional patterns and behaviors associated 
with your burnout type. So in this case, it's that type four for the one. And you tend to pick up those more challenging, more, um, more of the obstacles of that type when you're in stress. So for a type one in work, um, and, and I talk about work and life, you know, personal and professional lives hand in hand, you know, I think sometimes we get so focused with just focusing on the professional life or the work life and, or so focused on the personal life, but really in order, I feel like, you know, our personal lives directly reflect into our professional lives and vice versa. Right. And especially as entrepreneurs, right. Everyone listening to this podcast is, you know, um, a maker and entrepreneur. And so we don't really have much, space much line between our professional and personal life they go they reflect right into one another so when i'm you know about to go into you know the emotional cues and behavioral signs for burnout in work for you know this type one but i really want to encourage the listeners to look at these things in your personal life <laughs> as well because it's directly going to affect it goes hand in hand um so for the type one, those those cues and behaviors that you want to watch for when you are maybe headed toward burnout um, in your professional life is being um, overly emotional, um, easily drained, moody, because type ones generally don't have a large range of emotions. They're either very like they're content and satisfied or they're angry like those are like the two the two emotions of you know a type one their pendulum normally is one way or another but if you're noticing as a type one that you're experiencing a range of emotions and you feel very emotionally drained or you're easily irritable or maybe you feel like no one understands you and that more um, detailed, like criticalness of your, we talked about those strengths, how they can sometimes um, push in the direction we don't want them to. Uh, if you tend to be more critical of yourself and of other people, that's kind of a sign. So making sure that your detailed, you know, detailed personality doesn't go too far. And if, if you feel like it's going too far, that's when you kind of have to, you know, stop and assess um, on whether or not, you know, okay, am I in burnout? Okay, can it do I have time to stop it? Um, and having an awareness of these emotional and behavioral cues and patterns allows you um, to get out of that space. So then for a type one, what would you say, you know, we're, we're talking about the strengths and the weaknesses, signs to watch for, you know, when they're pushing too far and need to take a step back. Um, what do you feel like a type one's superpower is? I, I hear a lot of people say it that way. Like what, what's the superpower of that type? What are they like really good at when it comes to business? Yeah, absolutely. So putting it together, like they, the, the details in the organ, organizational skills are like, second to none. <laughs> um, I mean, it is it is incredible. So type ones are really good at the nitty gritty details of business. Um, they don't let anything slip through the cracks. Um, and they and, and, and this can be it's like every time I say, you know, the superpower, your greatest, you know, your greatest strength can also be your greatest obstacle <laughs> as well. Um, but that is that is definitely their superpower is just having that very high attention to detail um, with clients. That means that their customers and clients like are going to get an impeccable product. Um, it's really interesting in my time of working with small business owners um, and specifically creatives, um, the types that I find most in this creative space are type ones, type fours, and type sevens. And um, the funny thing is about the type one is one, four, and seven is all connected for that type one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love that about um, the type ones is they really, um, they have all of those creative um, personality traits um, within them. But their detail-oriented mind and their focused mind, organized mind, really makes their um, work just really stand out. Um, and so that's something that I would capitalize on for a type one is, you know, when you are, when they're marketing themselves, when they're branding themselves is 
I have a high level attention to detail. <laughs> um, and that's what is going to make, you know, whatever they're selling beautiful and, and, and perfect for um, that person's home or space or whatever. Yeah. Um, and another way I know, like, especially around here, when I talk about the Enneagram, I talk about the connection points is oftentimes being guardrails too. Absolutely. like, because I know that that stress line, I, I know what to watch for. I know when I'm, you know, getting off the side of the highway, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, what do you feel like are not only the biggest signs to watch for when we're aware of ourselves, but maybe the feedback that we're going to get from our customers and our coworkers that can be a big red flag that, hey, you're, you're headed towards burnout. You need to take a step back for the type one. Yeah, absolutely. So type ones don't take negative feedback well. Um, so if you're realizing that's when you need to be aware of like that moodiness or that like emotional spectrum going like you're like, oh my gosh, you can't even identify that emotion you're feeling. Um, that's something to be really careful about is type ones get really, really attached to their work because it is, you know, they, they do spend a lot of time on it, you know, more so than other types, which I'm sure we're, you know, we'll talk about it in other other parts of this, um, but they get really attached to their work. Um, and so if someone criticizes them, they're actually the ones that are used to criticizing, <laughs> right? That's their natural inclination is to be critical of, and, and not just of others, but of themselves, right? And so, and that's something to remember is type ones often get a bad rap of being so like black and white and, you know, you know, in your face and pointing out all of your imperfections. But what people need to remember is that type ones are that way with themselves even more so than they are with people. And so as you know, type ones might get negative feedback, right? That just to be aware of giving themselves grace and that no one can be perfect. Um, you just, you just can't. And even though that's the type ones, you know, core motivator, core desire, you can't attain that. You can't, and no one can attain perfection. So it's really about taking that next best step um, with whatever you're doing. So if there is a problem from a customer, being able to take a deep breath, get body centered, right? So feel your body, do a body scan, you know, process that emotion, and then take a step back and say, okay, this happened. It's not because I'm bad. It was a mistake. Mistakes happen, you know, and, and take that next best step because progress, this is the one thing when I coach type ones over and over and over again, I can't tell you how many times I have to say this to my type one clients is progress beats perfection every day. So that comment that you might get from a customer it's just going to make you better, which at the end of the day, type ones, that's what you want to be. That's what you want. That's right. You know, and so taking that as an opportunity to learn, right? And and not be hard on yourself, but just to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Hillary. You're so welcome. For more from Hillary, including information on how to get on the wait list for her upcoming book release, Unlock Your Potential at Work, The Beginner's Guide to Using the Enneagram at Work, all you have to do is visit the link in our show notes or head on over to her website, hillarykay.com. That's H-I-L-L-A-R-I-E-K-A-Y.com. Now let's talk to this week's creative. So we are talking today with Kristen Calhoun from She Paints. She's been here on the podcast with us before, but today she's going to talk to us about being an Enneagram type one and what that has looked like for her. So, hey, Kristen, how's it going? Hi, Danielle. I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm great. So go ahead and tell every, or, or tell me, I guess, how long, um, how long ago did you discover the Enneagram? When did you first like take a test? Um, well, it was uh, not long before we moved here, so it's been um, three and a half, almost four years. Okay, it's about cool. about then. That's how I, because it was back from a friend, a uh, younger friend um, in Arkansas, and we were getting ready to move to here to South Carolina. So it would have been in the summer of whatever year that is. I don't, my brain doesn't work yeah. that way. 
2019, 18, I don't know. So she, yeah, she, she said, you should do it. I said, I don't need another app. I don't need another thing, Adrian. I've got like, I've got tons. Of, you don't even know what all I have to use for my business, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, please just do it. I need to see, you know, what you are. And like, I think, and this is actually cool. I'm, I won't make it along. I'm not off topic. Like I really will. It's cool because it, it illustrates how, how God uses it so much, you know, that it's not putting you in a box, but like how it, it's helping you figure out what, what box you're in so that right. you can go, Hey, I would like to grow this way or whatever. And, um, I got the test. I was like, okay, that's wrong. I'm going to do it again because everyone knows <laughs> I am as far from organized and orderly and perfectionist. I'm like the queen of half, you know what I used to always say that, <laughs> but now looking now, I'm, the more I'm learning about ADHD, really, the more I know it's, this is podcast is not about ADHD, but it's just, it's, I've realized how impossible it is. There's not even a line between it that they're, they're both part of my brain. And so, um, I can't really separate them. And so I'm realizing that and I even thought, you know, I, I thought I was a seven as well. Like, oh, I'm about, it said like 40% this, whatever. I'm not a seven at all. I don't think. I think that um, I present that way because of the ADHD. I mean, it's totally that. It's like the, I got to just, let's just go do something. I can't think about it anymore. Let's just go. You know, that kind of thing that looks like seven, but I'm really not the motivation types and things. I'm not. And I'm, okay, sorry. I got off track. Imagine that. Oh, you're so good. She, when I told her, it says I'm a one, Adrian, but you know me, I am not that type of person. And I'm certainly not a type A. I'm not driven. I'm not, you know, all those things. I mean, I'm fine with it, but I'm not that ambitious in that way. I'm just not that type. But, um, but she said, well, if you look, it's also called a reformer. And I was like, oh, oh, is that why I feel like I have to tell everybody all the things when I find out something amazing that I'm like, I can't even, I can't concentrate. I got to tell people, I got to tell them. And um, um, you know how God, want, I mean, not God, <laughs> devil wants to twist our, the gifts that we have. Like, so usually yeah the very thing that we have felt self-conscious about our whole lives is what the gifting is. But so I'm, I'm like, well, I, I talk too much, just period. I talk too much. I'm annoying at it, whatever. And Jennifer Allwood had said years ago, you need to watch that because he will twist what, what you have because he doesn't want you to do it. And I was like, why would he want me to talk too much? That's not, that's not helpful. And sorry, this is, but it's all connected. So Adrian said, I still, I kept the little Marco Polo. It was a Marco Polo video. And I kept it because she said, I cry every time because she said, um, Kristen Calhoun was born to talk. And that is, that is what, you know, that's how the one is. It's like, it's wanting to be better and wanting, you know, God's given you this gift of like knowing, you know, like not knowing wise things, but like, I just, I study, I'm a, you know, compulsive learner and I learn these things and I'm not supposed to keep it to myself. And I could, but I can't, it's not even if I felt like, you know what, I'm just keeping that. Can't do it. I have no peace. I'm like, well, now I got to, who's got to know? Let me think. Uh, you know, and I just, so it's very hard to not to hold that back, but Anyway, it made it all the more, I always have goosebumps because the more I read about, you know, the motivation is like, because I want to be doing the right, you know, and so it's sort of from a, not me wanting to be right, like right and wrong, but like God's given us this thing and it's, we can't be right, morally right all the time because we're, we're human. Yeah. But there's certainly a, um, the goal of that, we're supposed to want yes. to be you know, yes. more like him. And so right. I'm always like, oh, I know how to do that. This is what we should be doing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, Kristen, that's not your job. It's not your job. But it made me yeah. see why my whole life. I'm like, why can't I just keep it to myself? Why do I have to be saying, but here's what, here's what the right thing is. Oh, look at this. This is better. This is better. This is the best way. And yeah. um, anyway, so that's a long story, short, short story long. No, it's good. I was, one, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But then like talking with you helped when you were saying, well, it's really what the motivation is. And I was like, oh, yep, that's, that's definitely it. Yeah. And the more I read about it, I'm like, F everything, except for if you say it's a perfectionist, I'm like, mm. I mean, I get what you say about the detail thing, but again, I think it might be a little bit of the ADHD, Yeah, you know, the, the hyper-focusing on detail and things. So it can be, you know, a bless, it yeah. can be a gift, but um, sorry, you go. You no, go. you're good. You're good. So, you know, so you guys, Kristen and I have been friends for a while. She is an amazing canvas artist, um, but that's a little more recent. She's been painting furniture and doing cabinetry and all that for years. But, you know, Kristen, you and I have had conversations, even when it comes to art, when I talk about the fact that, you know, portraits are harder for me to wrap my brain around. And you're like, oh, no, I do much better when I have a picture because I can look at it and I know what I want to paint. Well, that's a very one thing to say. I can look yeah. at this thing and I know that that is what I'm trying to do. That yeah, is like, what is what's right. What's the goal? What's the point yes. here? I don't want to do like, like small talk. I'm like, it's not that I don't love people, but I'm like, we got, we got things to do. And if we're not doing that, then let's relax. I don't want to be talking about something dumb that doesn't matter. Like if we're going to talk, 
let's make it count. I want to hear right. about you or you tell you about me or learn something. I don't know, it seems it sounds very not what I thought I was really. The more yeah, I think about yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to waste time with that. What, what are we doing? What's the point? So like painting, I have a hard time. I know that it's a creative thing and I'm, you know, I'm about the process. And of course I don't disagree with that. And I work on that all the time. That's why I do some abstracts, but I'm always like, but what's the, what's the point here? Well, the point is like to create art, but people say just for fun. I'm like, it's not, it's not just for fun. It's, it's only <laughs> fun if I'm, if I'm working towards a goal. I mean, I enjoy doing it, but like, what is the point just to have it? Like, look what I did. No, yeah. <laughs> not at all. I'm like this dork. It's like on this autistic spectrum a little bit. I'm just like, but why, why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? Well, I need to have a thing. You know, I can't do the, like the art journals. I'm like, mm -hmm. I try to do a few, like I'll practice on the paper, but I'm like, it's just a piece of paper. What are you doing that for? <laughs> like put it, sell it or hang it up or something. Like, yeah, I want a whole collection of this beautiful art. That's just like, yeah, it's just for me. <laughs> like, see, this is why I'm not an artist. I'm just, I know that's weird. <laughs> it's not like a normal thing, but I think it's because I have to be like, I need to know the end thing here. There's gotta right. be a, a reason. And that sounds awful. It sounds like the kind of person I wouldn't like really. So, <laughs> but, you know, I am what I am. So. But I mean, no, that's like I said, that's just that made that made sense to me and that motivation to, you know, to be good, to do the right thing. And even understanding that it can't be the case all the time. Like, that's what motivates you, though. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's what gives me energy. Yeah. Like, that's why abstract. I, it's my energy is just like, I don't know. Like, I have have a hard time bringing energy to it because what whereas it gives you energy and, you know, most most creatives <laughs> like oh, I can do whatever I want. And I'm like, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like, I like painting with pink. Okay. I'll put pink. Okay. Now what? I, I have to have a picture, something in mind, you know, that's like, oh, I want it to look kind of like that. And then I'm excited. I'm like, ooh, because I'm task oriented. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I, I did learn that like years ago with like spiritual gifting. And my husband was like, I think you're people oriented. And I'm like, no, I just can't stop talking to people. And I, I want to talk to people and love people, but I, they drain me. I want to get a thing done. That's what I'm like, oh, we're going to get this done. What do we do? We, we take these steps. Whoa. I'm like all excited. So I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. You go. No, I love it. I love it. And, you know, you talked about too, you said earlier about the seven, but then, you know, seven is your connection point. It's your health connection point. So it makes complete sense mm -hmm. that yeah. you would also have some of those characteristics because again, you're, you know, you're striving to be in a healthy place. So yes, you're going to have always. some of those characteristics of that type seven. Yeah. And when, like you said, when you know that it's time to relax, you want to relax and you want to enjoy things and that enthusiasm yeah. that sort of comes along with the type seven that shows there. Yeah. Well, it, that's, that's true. And I know, you know, more about that. So I was going to say like, tell me about it. Cause I can't, because I'm also, I realized my wing is not as nine, which <laughs> again, that's, I say my daughter is that, and that's helped a lot learning about that with her. Cause I'm like opposite of her, but, but not really, because that's where I go. It's like, I've been listening to Hillary quite a bit and she was talking about how she thinks she talks it like a, like a sidekick. Yeah. And I'm like, when I'm overwhelmed because of all the thoughts, because of the ADHD, like, I want to tell the people this and I got to learn this real quick because I got to tell people, and who do I tell? When do I tell? Why? Whatever. The nine is when I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't care. Let's not, let's not talk about it. I don't want to, I want peace. That's what I, cause that's what I want, you know, peace of mm -hmm. mind, but I want everyone to be in peace. I'm like, well, I want you to understand her. You understand her. Let's just all understand each other. And yeah. that's very important to me. And so I thought that's, and that's why I go from, you know, frantic to like, can we just forget, just forget the whole thing? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about business. I don't care about painting. I don't care. Like I have to go to like the, it's not, you know, that's a, not the good. That's like in my, what do you call it? Then not the, the stress lines. Yeah. And the stress point. I'm like, I, I, I go to like resentment and like apathy, yeah. <laughs> so that's but the other, an anger, I'm like angry a lot. Yeah. I've been angry today. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. I get it. Cause we all have that, but like, you know, it's like when Hillary and I were talking to you, it was the, this idea of guardrails, you know, when you know your stress points and you know how you behave when you're stressed out, mm -hmm. you can understand it. And it's like, it's a normal human emotion, stress, mm -hmm. anger, sadness, all those things are normal. Yeah. We're not human if we don't experience them, but recognizing how we experience them, it sort of helps us when we need to get back on track to sort of exactly reframe yes. our thoughts and that kind of thing. That's what does help. That's why I'm so and then because I wanted to reform everybody, like, but online, the online space specifically is, you know, it helps that I recognize I can't, I can't be a part of that. It's, it's driving me crazy. I don't understand why y'all are like, Ooh, let's talk about it. I'm like, you're just, it's destroying your, like, I have to step back or I will be ruined for the day. Like it just overtakes me. You know, I can't. And so I'm like, I gotta, like you said, it's like guarding it. And so it's helpful that I know that. Um, yeah. And 
I just want everyone else. I'm like, but don't you, isn't it stressing you out? And like later they'll come back and say, you know, that really, I didn't need to know all that. Why was I trying to find it out? I'm like, well, cause you're human. You, you know, we, we're human. We want to find and hear about things. But I mean, the older I get, the more I'm like, I cannot, I don't want to know. Cause I can't just dismiss it. I can't just go, oh, that's a bummer. I mean, but I have to go, what, wait, why, why, why did she say that? Why are they doing that? That doesn't make sense that, you know, and that doesn't help anybody either. Like it's none yeah. of my business. And then I can't work. I can't focus. Ugh. So it, like you said, it just, it's a great illustration. I mean, a way to word it when you said, you know, to, to recognize those so we can kind of step back and go, all right. And I'm going to avoid that because it's not good for <laughs> yeah. anybody. That yeah. is not going to help me today. So I'm going to go this uh -oh. way. <laughs> Especially online. Cause it's easy to get overwhelmed and it helps it helps keep you from overwhelm, you know, and they're like, well, I see this. I'm like, don't look at that. You have to be careful what you look at if it affects you that way. And you can't just keep working. And so, yeah. Yeah. And that can be hard. So it's awesome that you see that. Yeah. So with Hillary, we talked about the overview of the type one. She talked about, um, you know, the superpowers and things like that. And you and I talked a little bit before we even came on here that for you, you know, you know that you're a type one, you recognize your motivation, you can see these things and how it comes out in your life. Mm -hmm. But because you're dealing with ADHD, you feel like it looks a little different for you than most people. Yep. So talk to us about that a little bit. How do you feel like, you know, working within with ADHD as a type one, how do you feel like that looks a little different? Because I feel like a lot of women would be in that situation. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've realized, I think just yesterday, studying it some more and listening, I mean, it helps, it helps because the super, my superpower from my ADHD is like, you know, be able to focus when I know I've got the one thing when I'm not trying to think of 20 things, I'm mm -hmm. like, but I'm doing this right now. I'm just like, Ooh, I'm going to read. And I can just, I can like skim. I mean, I'm a really fast reader. I can read whole articles and like, I meant like skim it and go like, Ooh, that's good. And just pull out all the things. I've always been able to do that for like notes, like in school, help mm -hmm. me to study. Cause I'm like, I would just know, like, that's going to be in the test. That is not, that's not, I know he's focused just on this and like what to, and so it helps with, with online, with, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of social platforms, yeah. with social media. Um, what was my point? See, and you have to like draw me back. Being able to hyper focus. Uh, I was trying, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's my, oh, I wish I'd written that part down. Ask me again. What did you say? How, what does it look like? What, how do you feel like it, the, being a type one, how do you feel like ADHD affects that? It makes it look differently. Yeah. I was going to say, well, it looks differently because you're not organized and orderly like a one looks, but I realized like, that's why it stresses me out to not have the order because I want that. You know, a lot of creatives will say, it doesn't bother me. And I'm always thinking, well, if it doesn't really, then what, I mean, I feel like everything I read kind of says, you know, cl visual clutter, it makes it hard to be organized, but I mean, who am I to tell somebody, no, it's going to bother you if it doesn't. And I'm like, it does bother me though. That's the thing. I'm not like, oh, it looks great. And a lot of times if you post a picture of like a mess and they'll say, looks fine to me, you know, creatives in our space, a lot yeah. of people in, in our age, especially at my age, they're just like, oh, so what am I whole house? I'm like, I, I can't though, but it, it is because of the ADHD. So I'm kind of, I was thinking about how I'm thankful for it because if I didn't have that drive to want there to be organization and order, I mean, probably wouldn't be able to function. I'd probably be just a, a wash in it. And as it is, I'm still trying to go, I got to do something. I've got to figure out some order, like right here, you know, keep trying without, you know, I don't ever give up on it because I can see how, when there's some, a space that's clutter-free, my brain is just like, ah, and so, you know, the trick is just to not the negative talk, self-talk that says you're an idiot. Why is this still not clean? You know, that's what is, but anyway, um, about being a one. So the, the drive to want to have, to be organized is helpful. I've always felt like it makes it stressful, but if I didn't have that, I'd probably would just be, you know, I wouldn't have. Yeah. And because I can make order out of a lot of visual things. So on, on Facebook or um, articles or YouTube videos, I can make order of like, what's the important thing I need here. And I can get it all down now. Yeah. Being able to um, implement all those things is where I struggle because of the ADHD, but that's obviously the opposite of one. Um, did I answer the question? Let me look at my little note here. Cause I said something about, I was thinking how, um, oh no, that's different. That's about, I want to talk about the intuition later. Um, oh, oh, because I'm impulsive. The ADHD, it doesn't look like, whereas like a one, I feel like they're not typically going to be impulsive. They're going to say, I'm choosing to do this now and this now, and I'm not, but that's why it looks different as the ADHD. But because of the impulsivity, if I wasn't a one, I think that it wouldn't pull me, you know, I keep in pullback, ah, oh, no, but I've looked what I've gone off and done this. 
and I care about that. I'm like, no, I want to get back to this. I got to get back to what I'm supposed to be doing because it's the right thing. It makes the most sense for now. So I was, it, to me, it's sort of like it, the one is like a, a helper to my ADHD. You know, if my type was just to go, I don't care, I'd just be off the rails, you know? And so it helps. It's like a little teacher for ADHD behind my back. And I go, hey, no, no, you don't want to do that though. You want to do this. So it's, it's weirdly, it's helpful that I want to be doing the right, you know, the quote unquote right sense. thing. Like, this is what makes sense for your day. Do that. So I'm like, I'm going to, no, 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 I'm going to do these things. And then I'm like, no, but it's not okay. And so it makes perfect sense when people, friends of ours said like, well, who says it's not okay? And I'm like, I just know it's not okay. You know, they'll say, but you're fine the way you are. I'm like, I'm not fine the way I am. We all should be better. <laughs> and that was before I knew what a one was. And I'm like, that's just how I feel. I mean, you can, I know you're supposed to accept yourself. And that's the negative is like trying to let, give yourself some grace. And I'm like, I have a hard time doing that because I know what I'm screwing up. <laughs> so, I mean, I know you have to do that, but um, I feel like it's, it's okay. Like we are, you know, from a Christian standpoint, like he doesn't say get fixed and like, just like you are. And I just have a hard time accepting that in myself. Like I hold myself to high standards yeah. because I know what would be best. And if it's best, then why wouldn't you want to be best, the best, the thing, like do it the best way and have the most peace because you're doing the, the right thing. And so when I'm not, I'm like, Oh, I think most ADHD people are sort of like, oh, who cares? I'm like, I do. I care. <laughs> but for an online business, it's, it's a must to have to care about making the use of your time. And so I'm glad that Absolutely. I want to. You know? Yeah. And it's, and yeah, because again, like I said, Kristen, I've been friends for a while and it hadn't been that long ago that we were having that conversation. And I remember going, you're so hard on yourself. <laughs> but and, that, and, and that was then the conversation. She was like, yeah. well, I'm a type one. <laughs> yeah. You're not the first one to tell me. And it's not like I would say I'm like a martyr about it. I'm not like, yes, because I feel like I don't want to be. I mean, I know again, because it's the right thing. <laughs> it's like the right thing is to not be hard on yourself. Yeah. Like I tell people, don't tell yourself those things. Speak to yourself like you're your friend. You wouldn't talk to people. I'm like, I know, but for me, I'm like, but that's <laughs> stupid. It's stupid. I don't know what to tell yourself, Kristen. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Quit doing it. I just, it's yes. hard. So kind of fighting that. that you know, that's but, another one of those type one things, right? You guys struggle really really bad with that inner critic and yes. you know anytime you're reading about the types and and you're talking about relationship I mean constantly if you guys are following um any Instagram accounts that have to do with the Enneagram because you know I'm following dozens um yes. <laughs> but Me too you know now. it'll Great. always talk about the fact that like with a type one especially when you're in relationships you just always have to remember sometimes and, and you can speak to this tell us if this is right you know sometimes ones can be really hard on the people they love Yes. But the truth is they're a lot harder on themselves. So just know that it's, it's in love that they want you to, you know, be, be good, be right. And, and get yeah. things, like you said, the reformer, like having the right view. Like if you know, cause for me, it's, and that's the other reason I knew I was, when I read, you know, they want to be the best version of themselves and they want everyone else to be the best version of themselves. And they didn't understand why, if they're not trying to be, and that's like, I sound, it sounds like a child to me, like, why don't you want to, but it's, it's like, don't you want to be, not because like, then you're the best at yourself, but because you, your life is happier. If you know, you know, the things to do, like the things that will give you peace and joy and all that stuff. So I'm like, why aren't you looking for what gives you, why do you keep wanting to do that? Why don't you, like, so I always say, I always make sure like, would I want to hear this from my friend? Would I want her to tell me? And the answer is yes. But now I know that's not everybody. That's me. Um, because like you said, I, I, when I tell someone, I, I try to, I mean, obviously I don't talk to that many people really now anyway, which is good because I only would, it's not like I just call a stranger. Hey, listen, let me tell you. Cause I know, like I, I can see that side easily. Like, what is the heck? Why are you? So it's only friends that I know, like you have to, you know me and you know that I would die for you. I mean, you know, like it's, it's, it's so it's completely from a motivation. That's what people have asked me like, well, how do you know there? And I'm like, that's the other thing. Cause I guess they not everyone has a good is a good people picker like I know that the helpers like you don't always have a good people picker automatically and the intuition is very helpful because I always can tell what someone's motive almost always I should say um they're like well what's the motivation are they can you tell they're trying to like be passive aggressive they're trying to like kind of get a little dig in there then obviously don't don't give them your time um and I can always tell that and so I always when I'm offering it to friends I'm like you know me and you know that I would not if there was any passive aggressive, any kind of little dig, shame on me. And I would, I would never do that. I, like I, before I ever say anything, I'm like, is this because I care about them more than myself right now? Yes. Because I don't want to tell them because they'll be like, okay. But I mean, I just, I pray about it. If it keeps coming to me, I'm like, this is what I want to know. You know, if you know something like, this is something that you should do instead, 
I'm not going to go, don't tell me that. No, I'm gonna be like, why wouldn't I want you to tell me if you have wisdom to give? And so I feel like that, but, but you have to be, you know, to who you choose to accept that from. But I was reading yesterday about that, that they're hard on it. It's so easy to become, um, I actually took a screenshot. Of course I did. Um, can be critical, irritable, irritable, and preachy, maybe intrusive or pushy. I'm like, yes, I'm sure that I am. Because then I beat myself up, of course, like so pushy. Why are you being so bossy? But I, I mean, I check myself and be like, well, I know it was because from the right place, but even then it doesn't mean that you're supposed to tell them. And so I'm always like, okay, I don't, you know, let me just put, I'm just going to forget about it. Just forget it. Cause they don't need, they don't want to know that right now, or they don't need to know that we don't all need to know all the things we could improve or whatever, yeah. but I'm still, but I'm a people pleaser. Like I'm trying to please people and still do it in the right, give them the right information. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just a lot of having to be right. That's not good. Oh, my point was I told my husband last night, cause there was a little thing I was reading on relationships with Enneagrams and that uh, one, it said, recognize that even when everything's fine, they're still going to want to be trying to make it better yeah. <laughs> for us. Because I'm like, we can be just peacefully sitting there. I could be like, you know what? I just learned that if you say this to me, like, and I'm sure he's thinking, what is the, what, what was the problem? Like, cause it could be better. Like we want to always fix yeah. those little things that would make us, you know, have grief later. Let's, yeah. let's talk about it and figure it out. And he's, yeah. he's the kind, cause he's not naturally that way. He's more like, it's fine. He's mostly a nine. Like what can we just, it's fine. Yeah. It's not fine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's very, that's, that's a negative. You have to be careful. You can be hard on people, but I always want them to know like, but it's not anything more than like, you're welcome to tell me something. And I'm not going to, if I ever said, I don't want to hear that, then you can say, okay, then shut up, you know, but I will, I will never turn that down. If it's from a, a trusted source, well, like I'll be said, like, when it's, when it's coming from a place of love. Yeah. And that's, and I do think part of that too, it's funny, something you just said were very much resonated with something another friend of mine said, and she is an eight, but the eight and the one are both in the gut center. And you had actually mentioned earlier, you wanted to talk about the intuition piece. And mm -hmm. that comes from the fact that you're in the gut center. Mm -hmm. So how have you noticed that sort of playing out for you? It helps uh, both just in relationships, but with an online business, um, even though it's written, so that's why I would say I can't always tell because of course the written word, you can't always tell the way someone says something. But most of the time I can. I could be like, well, ignore that. That's that's totally, she doesn't want to have anything to do with you. And they're like, how do you know? You don't know me. I do know that. I don't know how I can tell you, but it helps with, you know, still deciphering what parts of the platforms and the things you pay attention to and what groups and what, you know, to separate yourself from or to, you know, invest in because um, I have that gut thing, like this is not, it's making me, I, it's, I'm not going to have any part of it. Not necessarily if they're bad things, but just bad for me. Um, and at the same time, you you just know when it's like, oh, this would be fantastic. Like I, I should, um, you know, cultivate a relationship with her or something. It just helps. I have a really good people picker. Yes. So I'm, I'm judgy about like, why are you hanging out with that person when all she does is go to stress? Like, but <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm judgy so but I would I'll talk about that well, all day like I pretend like I'm not I'm like that is a flaw of mine that used to be a lot more when I was younger um and but I also did hang out with people that were you know so-called friends and now I look back and go why did I do that because well, I'm a people pleaser I don't want to be rude and now I'm like I'm sorry I know what I need to protect my to yeah. be who I'm supposed to be and it's not yeah. I can't do it hanging out with you oh as you. the one it's like she talks about your sidekicks and yes, you might know that you lean, you know, your wing is your nine. So you lean towards it, but you can also pick up qualities from the two as well, which is the helper, which tends help. to want to people please. So when you were younger, maybe you were getting more of that influence. For sure. Yeah. Cause I, I thought like, oh yeah, I can see that I'm kind of a two because I do sincerely want to help people too, yeah. but it's from wanting, I mean, that's why I want to help them. I mean, like knowing the, if there's something right them. for them, if I didn't really want to help, I would be like, I don't know. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why I want to do because I want to help them. So if I didn't care, so I think there must be a two in there because it's not like I'm like, oh, I just know what's right. And I just want to tell you about it. Like, no, that's it's stressful. I'm not going to do it if it's just going to help you. Right. So um, and I definitely do that. But I do have the it's the gut thing. And um, I do know it's a I know how, when we talk about gifts. I know it sounds like I guess we've been sensitive, like our culture sort of like it's a gift. Like you feel like it's like you're bragging on yourself, but really it's the opposite. So when I'm saying like it's a gift. Like I, it means I did not do a thing to deserve it, but I have like the gift of like discernment. I mean, the Bible, it's like discernment and I have that. And like, God, you know, wants you to use that for like discerning evil from good. And, and I can, and it's, I'm grateful for it. I always say, thank you because it's not like anything I deserve. Like I said, it's not like you're a flawed if you can't, but I'm just like, it's bad. It's just, but she's, it's not a good thing. It's not even her necessarily 
but you know, the enemy's trying to use her and you got to just stay away from it. It's not even people like, what, what do you say? What are you talking about? I'm like, no, it is please. Yeah. You know, it's just, um, and I could always tell Mike would thought you're nuts. When we would go out to dinner, I was like in my twenties and I'd be like, look at that man. He's just, he's so sad. And he'd be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he just needs, he needs Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I've always it's not my yeah. place to tell him, but and Mike would say, what do you mean? He's just not smiling. I'm like, Mm-mm, can't you just feel this is all over him he's just he's he's sad and he's just lost and he's just it's like okay but so it's that idea yeah with the and and I think that that's you know and as as we go through the different types and we talk about the different centers too and you know with with the discernment and the intuition and and that just kind of knowing and it's that idea of trusting your gut right and Mm -hmm. so it's that that gut that body center that it's like you just know like you just know in your bones Mm -hmm. um Whereas the other ones would be more of a, you know, trust your, trust your heart, trust, you know, trust your yeah. feelings, mm-hmm. um, I don't trust which my is feelings one yeah. bit because my feelings and are see, all over the place. And that's <laughs> me. That's me. I don't always trust my gut, but I can usually trust my heart. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's you know, so it's really, it's a different kind of thing. Um, yeah. I actually remember, and it's, you talk about it being a gift and it is, and it's, it's like you said, it's not a, a brag thing. It's but like someone like me looks at that, you know, that particular gift and goes, man, I mean, that's, that is a gift. Like I'm excited for you that you have that. Cause mm-hmm. I remember going through a really difficult time, mm-hmm. not all that long ago. And a friend of mine was like, well, you just have to trust your instincts. And I remember being like, not necessarily I can't trust my instincts. Like that's, mm-hmm. that is not, um, that's not my gift. So it was just, you know, it's one of those things that you're right. That is an absolute gift. And it's awesome that you can use that to know and filter in. Cause like you said, as creatives, and especially now we rely so much on social media and online platforms and, and, you know, those are a gift. It's a wonderful thing, but there's also as as much good as there is in it. There's people who don't want to use it for that purpose. Mm -hmm. So being able to look at that and filter out what is important to take in and what you just need to let go. That's, that's a major, very helpful. It is. And not only that, and not even like, if it's the person is, you know, has the wrong motivation, but even just coming, you know, following an account or something that they're, they're wonderful. They're doing fine, whatever they're doing. It's not good for me. Like, and I'm instantly know it. I know some people are like, well, let me think about it. Oh, you know what? They have to think and go, oh, you know what? That does make me upset every time I look at it. I'm like, I know immediately I read it and go, oh no, that's great. And I'm just going to be resentful. I got to go. And I just, yeah. you know, I just automatically, I'm like filtering out that stuff. So um, it is, it's like I said, it's a gift because that's how God helps me preserve myself, you know, because I yeah. am so instantly, I can't just reject a thought. Like, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. But like, you know, if you say there's this thing, yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, I hate that happened. I'd be like, okay, all right. So what, what, what can we do? That's a, you know, it's very hard for me just to drop anything. And there's like five things at least that I am trying to, in my head that I'm like, I can't focus on that and do this. So if I also had like those ideas were coming from everywhere, instead of just the people that I'm, that I'm caring about that I choose to put in my, my brain, it would yeah. be, it would be a mess. Oh yeah. I feel that. <laughs> um, I ha- so, Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you were breathing and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about another positive before I forget, but yeah. we don't have to do that right now if you want to. Leave. No, go ahead. Cause that was exactly, I was about to go into that. So you tell me what you're thinking. Well, I was going to say the attention to detail. When you said that, I thought, okay, definitely I do. Like, I can't even tune that out either. Even if I wanted to, I'm like, I, but the, which is funny. Cause like I said, like in person, I'm the one who doesn't know how to get wherever we were going. I'm like, I don't know. Was your car blue? I don't know. I don't even, it's embarrassing. <laughs> when I have to ask a friend, like, what did your car look like? Like I've been in it and I don't know. Like, I don't notice that kind of thing. And so it's, it's like embarrassing even. Um, I mean, that's the ADHD, but, but so that, again, that explains why, like why, when I don't notice any detail, I never know like what's going on. I don't know. Did we pass this? Has this store been here for 20 years? I have no idea. Never seen it before, but detail like visually um, is helped um, like doing commission work. Like before I was even planning on doing that, when I started doing canvas, I was just thinking, well, you know, everyone's convincing me, including like Deanna and Debbie. It was very, it was very helpful in the beginning when they were like, that's a gift. And I was going, I did, but I just cheated. Like I just, and I've heard a lot of women think this, so it's very important that they know. And since then I've told them, I promise you it is, it is art. If you're, you know, some reproducing something that's there. Cause I just thought, well, that's cheating. I haven't like taken Debbie and then like made changed her a little bit and put her like in the, a field. And like, you know, to me, that's like, I thought like that's legitimate art. I'm like, I'm just paying literally here's the picture to me. That's the art already. Usually. I mean, it can be, 
like the, the creation of the scene is already there. And so to paint it, I just felt like, eh. so I had to really believe that and then go, oh, because you guys that have other gifts, you know, it's not so easy for you. And I'm like, it is though, I can just do, do that. Um, and so that helped my business. And I'm sure it's with other things too, attention to detail with, um, it's also a, a flaw. I mean, it, it hurt, hinders because I don't tune out any of the details like video editing and all the things to where, because the ADHD, I'm not implementing all the stuff that I know, you know, doing it consistently, but I can't filter out. Like I know every detail of how to do the thing, how to do, I know how to do podcasts. Like, why would I know? I, I mean, like, but you don't see me doing them. Like, even if I <laughs> wanted to, I'd be like, well, I haven't really started yet. Um, but I have all these notes, you know, it's not helpful yeah. to have, you know, to know the details when you're not, you don't need to know them or you're not going to implement them. I know this, I know it. I have notes about that. But I can't, you know, there's just too much information. Yeah. But if I'm trying to find details about something, again, I can pick them out just like that. And so it's very helpful because I know immediately, well, that's not a good idea. This is a good idea. It's yes. just a matter of I'm still kind of floating because of the HD. But I just thought about that. Like I was able to do commissions before I even planned on it. I just thought, well, I don't know what I'll be painting, but I, I'm just going to do it because I really felt the desire to because of Anissa, you know, how that mm-hmm. went, you know, because you say, yeah. so you like, I want to paint it. This is what that was for me. I was like, I'm going to paint this. But even then I thought I want to paint it and I'm going to sell it <laughs> or, you know, paint it for my home yeah. or something. But it was just that, that freeing thing. I was like, yeah, I'm so grateful I can do this, but it wasn't so like I can have a pastime. No, I have, I like to read. I would, I'll read a book, <laughs> a good book. I don't need to just like paint things to relax. In fact, you know, it's not, it's, not really relaxing. I mean, it's good for my brain and all, and I enjoy it, but that's not what I do to veg out. I, I'm not going to be painting. I'm, I'm not. Right. It's like, I want it to be because I want it to be because right. Because you want, I want it to be right. For my yeah. eye. But anyway, it's helpful to do commissions um, because, it, you know, people were, it was, again, I don't feel like I think it's a gift and not my thing. I mean, I, I study stuff, but, but to be able to make money doing that. And then of course the AD sets in ADHD when you know, I thought that's the best way to make money because I can charge a lot for those. Well, if you get one done every like six weeks, it's not, and that's all your money you're doing because you're focused on that. That's when I was like, oh, maybe I should be not doing because Dion had seen this. She said, well, yeah, but if you do like one every you know week, and I was like, ah. at the beginning, I told, I was thinking, well, I'll, I could do one every two weeks. That's she said, well, there's two a month, and so that would be good income. I was like, yeah, and then I thought, no, it's more like I'm doing four, five, six weeks because I can see the perfectionist. It's like, yeah, for myself, I didn't didn't care. But when you're, it changes when you're doing something for someone, you know, I mean, that's harder. I'm not willing to just go, oh, well, take it or leave it. No, I'm like, I, I want you to like it a lot. That's probably the people pleasing yeah. thing. Um, and yeah, so I know. It didn't help. I was like, love what you give them. But yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's like we were saying, that's, that's that thing. It's, it's that double-edged sword because the superpower yeah right? Is that attention to detail that perfect, I mean, you know, maybe not perfect truly, but like that perfect product, you know, you've, you have really just put your time and energy into it to get it just right. Mm -hmm. And then the double-edged sword on that, the thing that can be hard for you is that, that not being able to get done because you're trying to get it perfect. So you say you're not a perfectionist, but well, and that's about it that way. (laughs) Total willing to agree with you with like creating art for people, like for money. If they're giving me money, I do want it to be not still not perfect, but like, I want it to look like it should look like I'm not able to go. Well, you know what? I just, uh, you know, and I thought I need to put this table, this and not do commissions until like, I'm so successful that I can go, well, it's going to look sort of like that. But if it doesn't, sorry, you know, you can get, know what you're getting. And instead I'm like, no, no, I, I just that deep, I want them when they get it to be like, so pleased. And I, I I think if it doesn't look like them, how can they be pleased? So, yeah, I mean, I recognize that that's, I'm like, confident I'm, that they are. Cause you know, that's the other thing with paintings. Like it's like you said, photography in and of itself is an art. So mm-hmm. if they wanted a photograph, they would hire a photographer and do portraits, but what they wanted is your painting. So they yeah. want the likeness and the image in yeah. your style. You're right. And I'm working so. on that. Uh, you know what? The intuition helped. I just thought of another, the, the one time I've had a client who um, because I, I'm, because I over communicate. So that's also, that's probably not a one thing. That's an ADHD thing, but like they, they know what to expect because I will overcome you know, text or however we're doing it messaging. I don't just like do it and then go here and have them, you know, cause you hear people going, I gave and they were like, Oh, I don't like it. I'm like, Oh, they've seen it. I mean, they've seen parts of it. And I'm like, I will get, because it's not, cause it doesn't take, it's not an ego thing for me. Like if they don't like it, I'm like, I want you to like it. I'm not gonna waste my time doing it. If you don't like the way I'm doing this. So tell me if you don't, then I'm not gonna, you know, so I'm like, I'll show them stages and say, is this, this is what it's looking like. And then, and then I can tell if they say, well, okay, that's great. And I'm like, mm, okay, so what is it? What do you want differently before I do do it? Mm-hmm. But what was most helpful is that the one time I did have someone that I did 
they showed me a, a painting that someone had already done of this thing. Um, it was a watercolor and it was smaller and it was very, it was like realistic, very realistic. Yeah. And I said, okay, now I want to make sure, you know, like if you've seen my work, I really, I can't even do it even if I wanted to, but it won't look like, you know, it's going to be kind of, you know, textured and it's going to be an impression of it sort of. And um, I sent her pictures to make sure. And she said, no, I think that will be fine. And I was like, okay. And then she had, you know, like when I was, I'd show and she'd say, I said, now this isn't anything right, right here, but I want you to see about, do you like the colors or whatever? And they'd say, no, that's really not right at all. And uh, because of my, uh, maybe just because I've studied mental disorders sort of things, all like, like I, I was like, she is, she is on the spectrum. Like, I'm just saying that it's a, like an aspect because my older son, you know, talked about that because mm -hmm. everyone else, it just looked the written word. It was just the written word. And so most people like, what is wrong with her? You know? And I was like, <laughs> I just, I just knew. And yeah. it helped because Whereas if it just been you saying that, I've been like, okay, well, thank you. We'll just stop right here. But I thought, no, she really wants it to be a certain way. And she does not have the right words. And I, I knew, I was like, you know what? I was reading the things like, why would she say, she's like, I just really, I want you to stop. And um, it was like so way out there that I was like, you know what? Because I know it's it's good work. And um, she just doesn't know how to how to how to say it, you know, how to be like, wait, 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 I'm, I'm worried. And so I kept, I kept her as I, you know, like, it was like, just, my husband was like, Hey, just stop. Just say, I can't do it. I'm sorry. You know, keep your money. Um, I was like, no, but I've spent a lot of time on it now and I can get to where, and even what's funny is even when I, and I spent, that was when I thought I should not be doing commissions because I mean, probably 60 hours easily for like the same original price for like a week, you know, just, it's just dumb. But I finally, I got it to, it's, it's important to her and I got it. And she even, she sent me a picture of it on the wall. And she even said, I mean, from back here, it looks really nice. <laughs> like, she said, if you don't oh get too close to it, I was like, that is not the most backhanded comment, but it didn't, it didn't insult me. Like, I know, like I said, I just, I know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. We'll never know, but I, I know that it's the way she just is. She's just thinking, she doesn't know that that's not, you know, that that's kind of rude. It was more like, bless her heart. She just couldn't say it's perfect. She was like, you know, from back here, it looks very good. And um, it, it looks nice in the room. So thank you or something. Okay, I'm glad it, I'm glad it meets your, um, you know, oh, your approval a little bit. I mean, it was, you know, anyway, yeah. but it just, it's still, I'm thankful for that because it's less stress for me. If you understand someone, you have more peace of mind. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. if you're upset about it, then you don't have, and like I said, if I get that way, I'm like, I shut down and then I can't work anyway. So me knowing that is very helpful. Yeah. To, yeah. Absolutely. And working with people, like what is their motivation? I'm always thinking, what are they thinking? Are they upset about this? Or are they just trying to be a jerk? Cause usually it's not, they're not trying to be ugly. They're like motivated by their own, you know, things that they're having. Absolutely. So absolutely. I always think of that. It's exhausting, but it, it helps with, you know, getting along or whatever. Mm -hmm. I will say that was one thing that I, I've had a couple of different conversations. Obviously I've been having a lot of conversations about the Enneagram recently, yes. not only getting ready for this particular series, but with another project I'm working on. And, yes. and, um, I was just telling somebody, I was like, one of the best things that studying the Enneagram has done for me is giving me that understanding that I will never be able to make everyone happy because we are all so differently motivated. Yes. It's, I mean, it is, it is quite literally impossible to anticipate the response of everybody when you're in a group of people. And I work with a lot of people. So you can right. imagine as someone who has a little bit of that too, and then wanting to please everybody, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> but, um, but I think it's, it would be that way for everyone. Like, for example, for you, like, you're just like, no, but if I know something that's going to help them, I want to tell them. So mm -hmm that understanding that you have, you know, since you've studied the Enneagram that no, everyone thinks so differently. Like I'm not going to be able to tell them because that's not how they think. That's not what they care about. Exactly. And if you didn't know that you could drive yourself crazy. Yes. I was going to say the more you understand it, the people that you have to work with or not have to, that sounds like negative, but you know what I mean? The people you work with yeah. when you have, you know, you can't make them happy. The more you know, the more peace of peace in your heart you get to have in dealing with them because you're not all torn up. Like, why won't they like me or why are they so you can say like right. it's, they're different they don't they're not perceiving it the same way we all have cognitive um well dissonance that's not the word uh cognitive bias right. like you know we see things completely differently from other people situations and things we see it from the way we already think a thing is supposed to be mm -hmm. you know from what we've experienced have been raised and all that thing and so Absolutely. when you think of all the different i mean it's no wonder you know like when so i have i think i'm gonna do a whole thing sometime on the like public comments and things, you know, from mm -hmm. on, on social media, because it's so clear to me, like it's, I mean, I understand. I always say, I'm not saying, oh, you're dumb for being upset. Like, of course, you know, hurtful things are hurt, but 
if you just think about not only you don't even know how old they are, you don't know, but they could, you know, some people are, some people are just critical and they're going to criticize. I mean, that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. And it still has nothing to do with you. They would criticize anything they see, no matter what you did. So see how it has nothing to do with your work or your, who you are. There's just so many reasons, but mostly it's like, you're saying, it's just people, you know, we, we keep different. expecting people to see things like we do because it's like, here we are. And here's this thing. But um, I remember hearing something about like, um, oh, like if you're looking at a house on fire, you know, to the owner of the home, they're standing there watching their home burn to, to the ground. A firefighter looking at the home on fire, it's his, it's his job, like he's supposed to be putting it out. I mean, like the perception is, I mean, it's the same thing. The house is burning. There's no difference. But what it means to you and what, you know, it's completely different depending on what you're, and that's just like a simple example. But I mean, imagine with emotions and the mm-hmm. experiences and stuff. So like you said, it's very helpful for relationships, not, yeah, for work relationships and personal relationships. It helped me mm-hmm. a lot to understand, you know, my family better, like, oh, here I'm going, oh, it's me. They don't like what's wrong with me. It's more like, that's not what they need. They don't need that. And that, you know, that's, I can't change this or I can change this. Yeah. You know, knowing what as like parents and children and, you know, I'm sure siblings, I wouldn't know. My yeah. home apparently. Okay. Anyway, it's <laughs> well, very helpful. Quick, but, well, yes. Yeah. So the last thing that I wanted to ask you and, and I'm, I'm hearing some of it in our conversation already was just, are there any kind of ways in particular that you feel like knowing your type has benefited you in your business. I mean, it sounds like even just the decisions you've been able to make with regard make with regards to commissions has been one of those things. Has have there been any other things in your business that you're like, yes, knowing my type, you know, it's empowered me to do this thing, or it gave me the power and the strength to do this thing. Or yes, and I feel like, um, well, the attention to detail has helped. But knowing, um, let me see, because I wrote something about that sense of right and wrong. Oh, I have on here, my sense of right and wrong has kept me from more chaotic choices than I would already make, than I would make normally with the ADHD. That just goes back to that. Um, and the keeping me from impulsive things because I know what's important. Like it's the right thing to do. It keeps me back, going back to that. So that helps. Um, helps with, oh, connections and engagement. Um, I can't remember how I was working that, but I know that but like, it's still a business standpoint because it's an online business. Um, it's not just like you talked about, like wanting the products to be perfect and all that. And since I don't really have, I mean, sort of products, but not really the way it helps for online businesses is, you know, knowing what's the right thing, to, being able to like knowing people, understanding people, if you have that intuition, because mm-hmm. it is not like, it's not about people for you or like for a store, but you know, there's other, all these other parts that are just as important, you know, like yeah. the product and the, the presentation and all the things, but when you're online, um, you know, and the thing that will help you grow your audience is, you know, engagement, obviously, because people want authentic stuff. And I cannot be that, you know, not be authentic. And so being able to quickly go find the details of the things and the, the, and knowing, understanding people a little bit and like, oh, this would make her feel great. I want to be sure and do that. It helps you pick and choose. It, it helps that whole, you know, because the social media, I mean, online business is, is about the, engage, the engaging and the, um, what's the other word? The connection, you know, the connections is what's so important. And that's, I have a good people picker. Like I said, it's, it's easy to like, even if they're difficult, I know like there's a few people that are like, they'd be prickly to yeah. me. I'm, I'm aware, like, I know how they feel about me probably. I mean, they haven't said it. They haven't gotcha. been rude, but I know I'm like, I get all over them, so, but so. I can tell when it's someone that's like, but they would love to hear this. I want to tell them this. And then if they take it the wrong way, so be it. Cause I know how it was motivated. Um, gotcha. And so it helps because there's a million of those things you could say and do all over all the platforms. And so, so basically what that. you're saying is for you, that, that gut center instinct mm-hmm. is what helps you know when to respond and when to walk away, yes. who to reach out to and engage with that kind of so thing. It helps with the time management and it helps, which is funny, I know, but, but that in that well, way, it's true I know though, because if you like, try to do every it. single thing, mm-hmm. you can't possibly yeah. And it helps with time. And then also I already forgot just in that little time helps with, oh, to grow an audience. I mean, cause that's what, even if you're not like a YouTube, you know, have a YouTube channel, whatever, you still are looking for eyeballs. If you're online, I mean, that's the whole point is to get people's attention, right? Because then your pool of clients and what you want to be spreading is bigger. And so to grow an audience, they, you know, most people can tell a mile away if you're, you know, genuine or not. And so yeah. it helps with that. And you have more time to give to that because it's helpful. And it's a twofold helpful thing because then they then they want to keep watching you because they know that you care about it you know right about them so that's what we want is 
people that aren't just going anyway. My husband said, preach. <laughs> awesome. So I'm just, I'm grateful because I know it's, um, it's just kind of who I am yeah. and that, that doesn't come naturally to other people, although they probably can naturally organize and implement things. So you have your, everyone has their own oh, things. Sure. I can't do that. So, <laughs> but anyway, I'm thankful to have those. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Well, Kristen, thank you for talking to me today and adding, adding your thoughts in here. I'm super excited. We're going to continue on through the Enneagram with this whole series, but it was fun to have you back on here with me. I'm honored you did. And I love, um, I love you doing the Enneagram in the beginning. Like when we were talking in person, when I said, you're good at this, it's like a, you know, you'd be a very good, a therapist or something, which I know you've got, you don't need, uh, you need another job. So you should probably try (laughs) that too, because you're not doing enough of the other things. But it's just very, it's a, it's a good way. It's fun to see God using it, you know, cause it's, it, it's part of your business and part of, you know, all those things too. And it's, yeah. um, you're good at it. Cause you're a good listener. I mean, you can talk well, but you also are a good listener too. And like, you're a helper and it's a good thing. Cause if it was just talking to someone talking to me, like, okay, okay. Got that. Thanks. Okay. And then what's this question? Okay. Like you could tell, and you do care and you want people to know because it's helpful. It's a magical thing. It's a good, yeah. good thing. Anyway, but I'm glad you're doing it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course. That's all for this week's episode of Makers Chat. We cannot wait to share more with you about the Enneagram in coming episodes. Just remember to check out our show notes for links to learn more from Ms. Hillary Kay, to get on the list for her book launch. And of course, if you haven't already joined us on Facebook inside the Makers Chat community, please go ahead and do that. That's where you can go for deeper conversation to connect with not only the creatives that are here on the podcast, but other creatives just like you in our community. You guys have a wonderful day and we'll talk again soon.